0: Welcome to First Fleet Ten Four. Welcome to the kickoff of Driver Appreciation Week. We're your hosts for the day. I'm Elizabeth Windham. And I'm Rebecca Wilson. All right, this week we're taking a few days to highlight our most important customer, our drivers. So uh, we know that maintenance, operations, and IT does not have a job without you all.
1: So this week, we want to hear specifically from you. Uh, What is your life on the road, your experiences as a professional truck driver, um, and just some highlights over the past year. We've definitely been through a year uh, like none other, one for the books, so um, we are so glad you're here. And uh, we have Rob
0: Stone with us to talk about, to highlight our most important customer, which is our drivers. And so thank you, Rob, and tell us what you're up to, what are you doing this
2: week? Uh, hello, we, um, I am here in St. Joseph, Missouri. We are doing a plant platform science install down here. This is a 24-7 operation of corrugated boxes and sheet rolls that we deliver. Um, I have Teresa Zamola Ransom with me, and I also have Bruce Sullivan. We are part of the install team here. We'll have some installers coming in on Saturday. Uh, with this being a 24-7 operation, it does create some challenges for us. Um, we will be pretty much uh, nonstop uh, all the way through the weekend into Monday evening uh, before we get done with the install, first outs, and the whole process of getting the vehicles installed, moving vehicles around. So, going to be a very long and challenging uh, week ahead of us here, weekend ahead of us.
0: Yes, I've I've done one of those, pulled one of those all nighters, and that is that's tough work. Training, going out, training drivers in their trucks to teach them how to use the platform science tablet, and it's three in the morning, and. I'm just glad it's warm and pretty weather out there for you guys.
2: Well, actually, you say that, but it's actually raining and cold today. So oh, we're probably no. around 52 degrees and uh, rain. So uh, definitely making kidding. it more challenging as well. <laughs> so, But we'll get through it. Being from the Midwest, this is common weather for us about this time of year. So it's it's, it's pretty good. I, I'm just very thankful that I have a very strong support team with me here and Teresa Zamola Ransom and Bruce Sullivan. Uh, Teresa's been always one to step up to the plate, willing to help and assist whatever we needed her to assist in. Um, for the last two years, I would say that Teresa's been reaching out to me, uh, always putting her foot forward, trying to ask where she could help out, what she could do to be more involved, So getting her involved in this platform science seemed like a a no-brainer. And uh, since she's come on board with the platform science, she's done a fantastic job often stepping up and doing things without being told, which is fantastic. There's so many things going on and and having a team member that uh, will step up and and do something without being told is just fantastic. You know, helping the drivers, her communication with the drivers, fantastic. Um, many times I have to tell her to back down. Uh, always giving her phone number to drivers instead of calling the help center where we can actually help the driver and maybe find out some problems within the system that we need to do better. Um she's been stepping up and taking care of those problems. So if anything, she's been trying to do too much. So we're trying to get her back yeah, in line a little bit on that side. But fantastic team player, been a fantastic part of the team here uh in the platform science. Uh the other person I have with me is uh Bruce Sullivan. Bruce Sullivan Sullivan is from the Omaha, Nebraska terminal. He has been going with me and doing platform science installs, Kansas City, Missouri, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And he also helped me with the Atlanta dairy startup when I went and did that uh, a couple of years ago. And he was a big, huge role down there. And he again is uh, exemplifies the uh, the team membership, being part of a team and getting us through the process. Uh, no matter what it is that needs to be done, Bruce is willing to step up to the plate and uh, help us get that uh, job accomplished, whether it's delivering loads at the dairy or going in and taking seats in and out of trucks at the dairy too, putting uh, in cab requirement cards in there, doing road tests. Uh, many, many challenges faced us down there, and he stepped up to the challenge every single time. So having him part of this install team has been fantastic as well. He's done a great job uh, being a team member uh, and exemplifies what the uh, core values are for first fleet.
0: I love it, Rob. Thank you so much, and that's that's something that – need everyone to know is that without this team effort, without our team, we couldn't do anything that we do. So that is it sounds like you picked a winning team and I mean all of our drivers, this is exactly what we're wanting to highlight and showcase this week, is that all of our drivers together build have built this team of at first fleet and we couldn't do it without any one of you.
2: I was gonna say one of the greatest things out here is when you get to see a driver and talk to a driver and and find out those drivers that are willing to do exactly what Teresa and Bruce are doing out here to help the company get things, whether it's delivering a load or working the extra hour or coming in on a Saturday when they have family commitments at home. You know, it's a very challenging thing, um, you know, balancing the work and the home schedules. It's very challenging for the drivers. For And for them to step up and ask what they can do to do more is just amazing when you see drivers that are willing to do that.
1: You know, that's what I think a lot about at First Fleet. We want to hire to retire. And I love how a driver comes into First Fleet and makes the spot, makes a path for themselves to move on and challenge themselves and make the company better. And we could not do it without your team. Right now, we, last count, I believe we were very close to 1,900 trucks live on Platform Science um, in the high 1,800s. And we have five teams across the country made up of drivers who have volunteered to help us train other drivers, bring this new technology into the cab of our truck. And that is something that we just, we couldn't have done it without, as large as we've gotten, we could not have done that without these teams across the country doing exactly what you guys are set up to do right now. So we are so thankful. I'd like to introduce Teresa Zamola Ransom. She's one of our driver trainers out of Cedar Rapids. Hi, Teresa, how are you doing today? Fine, how are you? We're doing great. Yeah, we're so
0: glad you're here with us. And So tell us, we, we just heard that you're you know, a driver trainer, but
3: tell us a little bit more about yourself. I started as a casual driver in 2014 for Cedar Rapids. Uh, I was going through breast cancer, radiation, so it worked out great. After I wow. got off my radiation, then I went as a full-time driver and I did over-the-road area in-state runs, and then in 2016, I became the driver trainer for Cedar Rapids.
1: Wow, that's quite a story, and um, congratulations. That is really something, a major accomplishment, and I know uh, we're proud to have you as a driver trainer uh, this past year. You also were brought into um, our platform science rollout, our training and implementation team, The first location, one of our first locations to go live, I believe you helped us out in Austin, Minnesota. Was that your first one? No,
3: the Atlanta dairy was the first one that I did, and then it was Austin, Minnesota, and then the Cedar Rapids area, and
1: then I went to Amarillo and St. Louis. That's right. So you actually went out of your zone and helped out down at the dairy in Atlanta getting that uh, set up. That is quite a job because we come in as a team training the drivers, prepping them for the platform science tablet. It's installed and then we get in the truck with each driver on that first run out. So we appreciate you being a part of that project. That's something that you stepped up for and that's awesome. Yeah.
0: What, what has been your favorite part of the platform science rollout and your part in that?
3: Uh, it's going to the different locations and seeing what they do because with first fleet, we're a company, but each terminal is different, and it's interesting to see what all they do different from where I'm at in Cedar Rapids. Sure, yeah, I've
0: heard um, I've heard Mr. Piper say many times that we are one big company with
3: a hundred smaller companies inside of it. It's interesting to see, you know, the different drivers and what they have to deal with in their area and.
1: Just really interesting for me, well, and uh kind of rolling into being a driver trainer, what is one of your favorite things about being a trainer? I would say a teacher and a leader. Uh, what is something about that role that really piques your interest? Um, I like being able to
3: help them get started. you know it's really kind of a hard thing when you start with a new company because you're Brand new, you don't know the ins and outs, you don't know what to expect or anything. And I have a lot of drivers. I will train them, help them with the computer system and locations that they pick up at and deliver to. They call me a lot just for little tidbits about different locations. You know, what's the best way to go into it? What do I need to do when I get there? Where's their drop lot? Just little bits of our job that, you know, aren't
1: black and white. That role is, is specifically um important to each location because there is the manager, there is the operation staff, in some locations there's a maintenance staff, but that driver trainer is someone that they their counterpart that is behind the wheel every day doing the task and they want to hear it from the driver trainer you've been through that and and that's just such an important role at our company
0: yeah thanks for thanks for being that that voice of wisdom that drivers can call in and ask that's awesome thank you yeah and hey tell me this you say you've been traveling with platform science all over how has how has this covid pandemic affected you and your travels and and just in your job are there any fears there? Like, what, what would you have to say about that?
3: Um, Not really fears per se. It's, you know, you take the precautions yourself. Uh, flying, you're required to wear masks once you get into the airport and on the airplanes. Um, it's common sense, you know, take care of yourself and everybody else will take care of them you keep hand sanitizer and wipes and everything else. So it. I'm not really worried about it. It's
1: just take precautions.
0: Seems reasonable. Okay. Very cool.
1: You know, one of the questions I thought about uh, as Eliz and I were coming up with, uh, you know, this podcast, as far as those four wheelers around you that, you know, as I go down the road, what is some advice you can give to the general public? to um, just advice from a truck driver the face behind the wheel you know we see you going up and down the roads if i'm on a long drive whether it's going to a terminal or going on vacation i always think about that that truck driver going down the road i love to see a first fleet truck and i always think you know what are they hauling where have they been how long do they have to their destination and there's so much in that life of a truck driver what is something that you just want to share as life on the road Um, The biggest thing
3: with four-wheelers is don't have your cell phone in your hand. Um, It only (laughs) takes a second to lose sight of what's going on around you. Um, Secondly, turn your headlights on when you're driving, especially in rain or snow, because we can't always see you. And the best thing for them is to don't stay on a truck side or tailgate because you know if unfortunately a tire blows it's going to affect them more than it's going to affect us we hear the noise we know it's blown but the tire tread and everything just goes wherever it wants to and they'll start swerving and they could possibly go in the median or they could possibly run into our trailer it's good advice.
1: That's great advice, yes. But it's crazy how many people you'll see talking on the phone even, even now. I think it's one of the biggest complaints from truck drivers. Sure. For yeah. sure, for others on the road around them because yeah. they see it.
3: I would say nine out of ten drivers that go by me are on their cell phones. Unbelievable. Or they either have it
1: on their leg or they've got it down low. That's terrifying. You know, as a driver... Right this week, we are taking the time out to recognize our truck drivers and to say thanks. What is it that First Fleet could do as a company to better serve you? You're, you're what, I, what I would say our biggest customer. So how can we serve that driver better on a day-to-day basis? Be honest with us. Uh,
3: information to us is the, my biggest thing. I, you know, if I my trainers, the drivers that I train, I tell them, if you have a question, there is no such thing as a stupid question, call me. I will either answer your question, or I will call somebody and find out the answer, and I will get back to you. There's some stuff that is just not known to the drivers. How many terminals do we have out here? What are the locations of them? Um, what do they do? We, in Cedar Rapids, we hauled rolled paper or cardboard boxes but i also know we have the kroger account we have the dairy down in atlanta um
1: just kind of a brief summary of what each terminal does i think that's a good point to make we are so proud of our app that our technology department has out and in use uh the numbers i don't have in front of me right now but we have a large group of our drivers and employees that are using the first fleet app. So I'm going to just make that as a note, you know, we probably need to do a little more of a description. There is a list of terminals, but probably what they're hauling out of each location because good point before you were able to get out there and help us with the tablet installation. You weren't really aware of these different locations and how these little individual companies are operating day to day. So that's, that's a good point. Yeah. I, I love it too. That's actually
0: why we pushed to start this podcast was so that we could help encourage and improve communication among in our company. Because drivers are driving down the road. They don't have time to read a blog post. They want to hear it. And so that's that's why we started this, and we are so thankful for you to come on and talk. And, hey, anyone who's listening out there, don't forget in the mobile app, there's an Ask button under the podcast section. If you hit that Ask button, you can place a call. And it, will call, uh, it won't call directly to me, but you can leave a message, and then I review each and every one of those messages and can put most of them um, on the podcast, and I'll get somebody to talk about it and answer the question. We're try- all trying to do our best to improve communication, and thank you for, for bringing that up. If there's ever any, anything else that we can do to help
1: communicate better, you let me
3: know. I will. Thank you.
1: Teresa, I want to say thank you for uh, calling in today, and uh, thank you for being a safe driver out there on the road for First Fleet and for being a driver trainer. We really appreciate all that you do.
3: Thank you, Rebecca.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, and for the platform science stuff as well. It's always good to have more experts in that, and I'll know who to call now when I have questions, so. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you.
1: Bruce, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thanks for calling in. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what terminal you come from and how long you've been at First Fleet.
4: I work out of the Omaha, Nebraska terminal. I've been with First Fleet for almost 12 years.
1: So being a First Fleet driver for 12 years... And then moving um, around the country, helping us with this platform science install, you've kind of seen a lot. Tell us a little bit about your terminal and what you all haul.
4: I work out of the Omaha office, and we do international paper and West Rock out of Sioux City. And then we do some scrap loads going to Cedar Rapids. And um, occasionally we get involved with the Kroger account out of Colorado. And wow, you
1: guys all this goes, goes on. on. <laughs> <laughs> huh.
0: You guys wear many hats over there, it seems like.
4: Yeah, Chad's got us pretty well involved in everything.
0: Yeah. So tell me this, are, you're also a driver trainer, is that correct?
4: Yes, for the last year.
0: So how do you train your drivers when you're hauling so many different things? That must be very challenging.
4: Yes, and it's very challenging that we have like a 24-7 operation. So I got to kind of know what goes on at night and what goes on during the day and where they're going and try to train them according to their schedules, which makes it pretty difficult. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. It seems like your sleep schedule must be pretty messed up every now and
1: then when you're training.
4: Sometimes it does. It gets pretty hectic.
1: Tell us a little bit about um, your free time. I know you're busy with different accounts you're on and being a driver trainer, but tell me how a driver takes advantage of free time. Is there something that piques your interest when you're not on the road?
4: Yes, I love going camping, fishing, and doing woodworking. I love building furniture and all kinds of different things out of wood.
1: That's awesome. So do you have a special camping spot that you like? Have you got a camper?
4: Uh, I have a fifth wheel, 28-foot fifth wheel, and just about anywhere I can park it and camp and enjoy <laughs> the weekends. That's what I like.
0: I hear you. Are you more of a mountain guy or a beach guy? Uh,
4: kind of a mountain guy.
1: Okay. I haven't sold out
4: to the Colorados yet, but I'm cool. working out. Oh, wow.
1: Tell us if you have anything. Um, We were talking earlier, going out questions of, do you have one piece of advice for those four-wheelers on the road um, going down the highway? What do you see that, We just don't understand being in the, not in the driver's seat, being over-the-road professional truck driver. What could you tell us?
4: I would appreciate it if four-wheelers would use their turn signals and not cut trucks off and be a little bit smarter around commercial vehicles. And it's hard for us to adjust our trucks to four-wheelers not paying attention to what they're doing.
0: Good advice. Very good advice. I I see that regularly. I know um, if I if I could just teach people how to merge into traffic, I think
3: <laughs> I would do more. Good. I was just going
4: to say that's my biggest pet peeve. I see a car getting on, I get over a lane, get out of their way because they're not going to cut me no slack.
0: Sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It takes a long time to to slow down a big truck.
4: Exactly. And the cars and cars want to drag race trucks. All the time.
1: (laughs) Wow. What about uh, a tip for being on the road, being an over-the-road truck driver, how to make the the best of the experience, whether it's eating on the road? um, You know, what are your best practices that you would like to share with your um, tenure on the road?
4: I just like treating everybody the way they treat you, and that way they don't think that you're not being treated fair or they're not being treated fair.
1: Yeah. Just
4: take one day at a time.
1: <laughs> Perfect. And slow down, right?
4: <laughs> yes. Yep. Pay attention.
1: Well, Bruce, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. And I just want to, um, I hope this week you get a minute to Uh, enjoy a little bit of time off. Maybe you'll get to camp soon and uh, I want to tell you thank you from First Fleet for being a safe driver and being a driver trainer.
4: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
1: Bruce, is there anything else you
0: would like to talk about before we wrap up?
4: Oh, my Uh wonderful time at the dairy was a blast with Rob and Steve Cooper and everybody. I did just about everything down at the dairy. I went and brought trucks from the D.C. over to the dairy. I took chairs out of the passenger seats, put them back in. I, <laughs> I, did, I did all kinds of stuff down there.
1: So, Bruce, you were a part of our startup team down in Atlanta. We have a location that started late in the year 2018, and we call that the Atlanta Dairy Account. And a startup for First Fleet brings on a lot of challenges and you and Rob Stone and a, a group of others went to the area and helped us start that up. Tell me a little bit about: uh, Were you a willing participant to go help us out get that started, or how did that? <laughs> how,
4: That's
1: how did they a talk great
4: again? question. That was a great question. Rob asked me if I'd like to go do a startup in Atlanta. It didn't really give me too much particulars about what we we're in for until I got there, and then. Yeah, Rob, I'm throwing you under the bus. Sorry. But, no, it was a great experience on trying to figure out how things operated before we took it over and getting the equipment there and road tests and the wonderful Atlanta traffic on how to get from one side of town to the other side. It was just well, a complete complete challenge yeah. for everybody there.
1: Yeah, before you left home, you probably, you know, had heard about Atlanta, Georgia, and the traffic, and you may have looked it up to see maybe that's only five miles from point A to point B, but once you got there, that could have been two hours, right?
4: Correct. I did a Can lot see- of work at night. I made deliveries at night too, just so I didn't have to, you know, fight the traffic during the day and went and got tractors at night and brought them back. And there was a lot of different things that I preferred doing at night in Atlanta.
0: I get that. Atlanta is one of the worst. It's just awful traffic. And I seem to remember hearing some fun stories about uh, a lot of spilled milk as well at first, learning about load strapping.
4: (laughs) Load strapping was a challenge there because I'd never hauled milk. I didn't know what to do. And you got plastic on plastic with wet pallets, and it was just a chore. And you go back at the end of the day, and your feet smell like bad milk
3: <laughs> tell me
0: this can you drink milk now yes <laughs> oh good because I don't know about smelling that rotten milk smell all the time I don't know if I could do it
4: <laughs> it, it was challenging at first but yeah uh, he came back
1: okay okay <laughs> with time
4: <laughs> a little well, thank
3: time
1: you for stepping up for the challenge for sure yeah
0: that was definitely a tough one. We appreciate was great all the...
4: It to see the- Rob do a little manual work picking up milk gallons too.
1: <laughs> I bet you did enjoy that. <laughs> well, I tell you what, when we have a, a new location open and we bring in new drivers, it is so important to have an experienced First Fleet driver that knows First Fleet, that knows our all of our rules and policies as well as best practices. So to have you help out to go in and fill in in that capacity is something that we are so thankful for at First Fleet. That is that's how we get a location up and going is because of someone like you and Rob going in to help that location get started.
4: Right. I I appreciate that. And Steve Cooper was a good mentor along with Rob. With for me, I learned a lot. I agree. When I was down uh, down there.
1: Looking at it as a driver, what could First Fleet do better to become a better company? What are what are some what's some advice for us? We wanna appreciate you this week and what is it that you could pass along to us? Any tidbits, anything we can learn?
4: Um uh, there's just learning about different policies that the company has. You know. I know you guys do a great job with the healthcare and you know I don't know. I'm pretty happy here.
0: (laughs) I like hearing that. I like hearing that. Yeah, I'm pretty happy here, too. I get it. It's a pretty great company. It's always nice when you love the people that you work with.
4: Yeah. Yes, it is. (laughs) I have two clowns. I got two clowns sitting in front of me laughing and hard (laughs) here.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you all. I tell you what, it has been a joy to hear from from you, Bruce and Rob and Teresa. Um, We have just enjoyed so much hearing your stories. You guys taking the time out to reach out to us and, and let us know what's up. Thank you guys so much and happy driver appreciation.